Hey, Andy, what do you want for your birthday? Uh, democracy? What's the second thing you want for your birthday? Podcast Yggdrasil. And we're here. Yes. Yes. Okay, welcome to Podcast Yggdrasil. And uh, what date is it? I should probably know. It's the 31st. It's Halloween. I mean, we're getting into some spooky territory today. Oof. Things have never been scarier. We're, uh, We're making our predictions for the election yeah and, uh, we're, and, and it's kind of like that's how it is now it's the election yeah we're three days away from the election at this point and uh, as fall season usually does it's looking dark <laughs> yes especially in 2020 so uh well i mean this episode's mostly just going to be us talking about what will happen. Yeah. <laughs> What's... Mo- mostly so we can jerk ourselves off afterwards you know, when or our prediction comes true and we can talk about how right we are. Oh yeah, the most important thing is being right about terrible things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's pretty so... much the only like consolidation we have left <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Consolation, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're three days away. Um, how's it looking? Trump versus Biden. I mean, all the time up to this point, it was like, Biden so far ahead. Look, he's winning in all the important swing states. Everything looks good. Where have I heard that before? And then for the last, like, one or two weeks or so, Trump has just been gaining and gaining and gaining. And by all means, he's flattening out at the moment, but it's no longer like, you know, it's close it's close enough to like start talking about that things has been tampered with and i actually really want this even though the number says i didn't like if we had been in a situation where in which biden was clearly winning everywhere i think it's harder to push a narrative i mean of course his voters would believe it but it's harder to gain mainstream attraction by his you mean trump yeah 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 that there's been uh, tampering in the election or that, you know, there's been miscountings or, you know, something like that. But if it's close enough, then it's close enough. Personally, I honestly think that if this election was um, was run in a completely honest, uh, non-cheating way, I think Biden would win by a clear margin. Uh, I think there will be more people coming out to vote this election than maybe ever before in the USA. I think a lot of people are coming out to vote Trump out of office. Uh, But I also think a lot of people will be coming out to keep him in office. Uh, But I do think there will be more people voting for Biden. I do. Uh, oh, oh, there will be more people. That's not the <laughs> issue. <laughs> yeah, uh, we know that. But I think there will be enough people to clearly uh, designate him as the v- winner of this election. However, we're, we're already seeing that they are cheating. <laughs> They're tampering. They are interfering with this election. The, the Republicans. They've already taken several steps to... To, to limit the ability of Democrat voters to vote. And it it doesn't seem like anyone's going to really do anything about it. Like like the, the guy uh, was the governor in 
Texas or something who decided that uh, each county would only get one polling station or a voting station, something like that. And county sizes, uh, counties in Texas can range from a few thousand uh, inhabitants to four million. And imagine four million people sharing one uh, one voting location. That's literally putting our entire country's population in one voting booth. Yeah, it's insane. And they're getting away with it. I mean, it's been challenged in court, but the Republicans have been packing the courts with Republican yeah. judges and for four years now. That's the problem when it comes to this, when I say, you know, close enough. I don't think we will have, like, you know, some... Uh, bl- blatant cheating in terms of like you know the things we would see in you know uh, Belarus or you know places like that yeah, like ballots being burned and stuff but I mean you remember 2000 mm, Al Gore and George it's, Bush. it's the same thing again it just needs to be you know that fine on the edge margin of error and then they got the Supreme they, Court they will back him up they just need doubt They need there to be enough doubt about the election. They don't need a clear-cut victory. I mean, the Republicans have clearly shown us, I think, that they are more than willing to to crawl through shit in order to claim a victory. They don't mind getting dirty or debasing themselves to achieve their goals. And their goal for the last few years has, has maybe more than anything been to pack the courts with their judges. I mean, that's been Mitch McConnell's big project, and he's succeeded. Just look at the Supreme Court, but also a lot of the lower courts. Because the Republicans, they refused to confirm any judges uh, proposed by Congress uh, when Obama was president. And that left a lot of openings, and a lot of those openings have been filled by Trump's administration and the Republicans in the last four years. And... Yeah, I think we're going to see some real shit during this election. Yeah, it will, it will be f- fun. Like, you know, we had, you know, the whole Bolivia debacle first last mm. year. And now, you know, they're trying to make something of it You mean this the year. socialist corruption of South America? And, you know, we had, you know, some things that didn't went, you know, completely as planned in the primaries. But And then we have, you know, Belarus and, you know, other places. But now we get to see, you know... How democratic is, you know, the supposedly leader of the free world? Yeah. Uh, I was surprised when uh, various governments came out and uh, basically opposed uh, the election results in Belarus. I mean, even our Norwegian government went out and said, Oh, no, no, foul play. We don't recognize this victory of Lukashenko's. I don't think they've gone any further than that, but uh, they they actually came out and said, we don't really believe in this result. Uh, that surprised me, because, I mean, <laughs> their spine, our government's spine isn't exactly made of steel. Nope. Uh, but that makes it even more interesting now that we're going into the American election, because it's one of our closest allies. It's our biggest and strongest ally. And uh, will we stand by our <laughs> democratic principles? Well, you know, when what, we see them, what what will happen is like you know Trump will come out and he'll say that you know he he won by a huge margin, and then 
and I will back him up and say, you know, I wouldn't really use those words, but mm. yeah. Yeah, um, I really don't think anyone's gonna interfere in a good way <laughs> with this election. No, and I mean, there, there's already interference. We had that, I, I think it was, did they claim that Iran was behind, you know, some, you know, not really a big country, like you had that fake, or probably fake, you know, the Proud Boys threat email being sent out. Uh, I haven't even caught that. What, what was that? It was something about like, you know, people got emails claiming from being from the Proud Boys. And it was, you know, it was so stupid that you actually had to think, you know, technically they could have done this, but are they even this dumb? <laughs> uh, but, you know, threatening that, you know, if Biden was voted into office, they would start a civil war and start killing people and oh, you know okay. all things. Sorry, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, sure, even I'm not sure if it was Iran, but like that. you would expect, you know, from normally when there's interference, it's from you know the big actors. It's from China. It's from Russia. And this was from somebody that definitely has grievances with USA, but not someone we hear a lot about having an efficient. Uh, like I would assume it would have been North Korea, but you know. We're kindly on friendly terms at the moment, so mm. it wasn't wasn't Kim trying to fire and fury. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I think if uh, I mean it's all going to depend on how deeply has the Republican Party managed to corrupt the election process. I think because yeah, yeah and I mean one of the scary parts here, and I think that's you know considering all the fact that has been said and what has been done about, you know, mail-in uh, ballot voting. I think it's about, I think I heard it was 80 million that has voted by mail. Yeah, 80 million. So, so it's it's a significant part of the, the, the votes that will be counted. I mean, it's more than half of all the people who voted in 2016. So, so... like, if, if there's, if that is going to be, you know, fucked with in terms of like you're gonna declare yourself the winner before everything is counted or like you know stuff get lost in the mail or like it, it, it like i heard some shit about you know if you haven't put in your vote in like a double envelope that means it's not valid uh, they're doing a lot of shit to and to invalidate votes i mean i haven't gotten too deep into this so i'm not sure like how you know when we go and vote there's very clearly told how you need to vote, what mm. you need to do. Uh, the process is very simplified in terms of like, you, you take, you know, your vote and you do this and you put it into this and then they check that uh, you have done it correctly and then it get put in. So if, if this hasn't been properly in, informed, there will be a lot of ballots that will be thrown out. Mm. Yeah, I think that's one of their primary tactics, uh, invalidating yeah. ballots. I mean, I believe in the um, in the uh, election they had uh, in uh, twenty eighteen, uh, oh, what's it called? Midterm elections. Yeah. Uh, I think over more than three hundred thousand people, more more than three hundred thousand black people in Georgia had their votes invalidated. Three hundred thousand people. So that's how they keep the state Republican. <laughs> yeah, and Georgia is fucked. I mean, they just they just. When they, when they, after after the midterms, when they wanted to uh, you know go through the info or the data, uh, the voting data, uh, they just deleted it. They just nope, we don't have it anymore. <laughs> we won though. 
Swear. Pinky swear. So, yeah, how deeply have they corrupted the election process? Um, because I don't think the GOP wins an honest election. Uh, I mean, we, we basically have an election with two non-honest actors, so... Yeah, that's the problem here, too, because... I mean, is anyone enthusiastic about this election in a positive way? I don't even think Joe Biden is enthusiastic no, about I, it. I mean, the reason we'll have a record turnout this year is because people want Trump out, not because they are dying to get Biden into office. Uh, I mean, Biden is literally the only one who is dying to get into office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so of course the Democrats are going to... Of course they're going to use this record turnout to to try to paint themselves as having much stronger support than they really do. Uh, and I think that's going to bite them in the ass later uh, if they don't take some steps to skew their party more to the left. Hmm. I think they'll be abandoned by a lot of their wo voters uh, during the next election if they don't take some steps. Uh, but, okay, uh, we've talked about what the things preceding the election. Yeah. Yeah, working up to the election. Um, now, how about election day? Because one thing I think a lot of people, I think a lot of us have kind of worked ourselves up. Uh, I mean, us included. We've been talking about, oh, hey, Andy, <laughs> you're going to have an awesome birthday, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Worst 30th birthday ever. Ugh. But we've been talking up election yeah. day like it's going to be some, the huge grand epic finale to this terrible terrible quartet of years we've had since 2016 uh i mean but the truth is 2020 is delivering so far <laughs> yeah but the truth is we're probably not gonna see a definitive result until probably several days later because yeah. of mail-in ballots and this will be the exciting thing, thing because this or, won't be decided on election night. I, I say exciting, not exciting in a good way. Exciting like, like a heart attack is Every exciting. time an election take time, any anyhow that is, bad shit happens. You saw it when like, well, in Bolivia, when they had to like spend extra time recounting that, you know, votes. And they were like, no, if you look at these votes, that's are like only this certain amount of t total votes, then, then it should be like this. And then people start making conclusions, narrative are formed. Uh, you know, when the whole, when everything fucked up in Iowa with, with, you know, the counting machines and something were a bit off and, you know, it took like three or four days yeah. before they were like... like en enough time to really ruin and especially, Bernie Sanders' victory. Es especially if we talk... Uh, and I mean, it doesn't even matter like who wins or loses in such a situation. The problem is you get like a lot of narrative of what really happened. Mm. And that's the problem, especially like for America, which I don't want to be one of those guys who says that they're on the brink of civil war. But when you have like violent militia groups in the streets. Yeah, supported by the president. They're, they're not going to sit silent on this one. And on the other side, you have the equally fired up though perhaps not as violent a uh, group of people who are just so so tired of having to hear donald trump's name every day and seeing what's happening to their country and the resistance is ready to fight like you bring up civil war like it i mean 
just saying, are we facing another civil war in America? It it sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Because it really shouldn't be a thing. And like, but can you? I mean, can you imagine an outcome where Trump loses the election and his supporters just stay quiet for four years? I mean, he's not going to run again after I, that. I mean, so what do they do? If if someone were to run again, it could be him. But yeah. uh, but the, no. Ivanka, twenty twenty four. I mean, they're not going to, you know. I'm not one of those that expect like full on civil war, but but like there will be consequences, and they will claim, you know, especially when it comes to like you know right wing groups that you know, oh, the left wing people or the liberals or who whatever they call whoever who are not crazy like them. Yeah, sorry guys, uh, they have been you know protesting and plundering, and especially like since they have built this narrative that you know. Like, I'm not going to say that looting that there haven't been like one or two times that, you know, demonstrations since the summer got out of hand, like, fuck, people have been killed. But if you if if you like take the amount of protests that have been going on, like, you're probably going to find out that like, you know, 95 to 99 percent of it has been like really peaceful. Yeah. Uh, but the narrative is like, you know, there's been fighting all the time, there's violence, there's clashes with police, there's uh, separatists creating new countries within Seattle. And, and they will now, you know, come in and like, okay, you guys have been doing this, now you're cheating in the election, we're going to hit back, and mm. they will. Yeah, because speaking of that narrative, I mean, you don't have to go, go any further than, you know, Bob, our friend? Uh, is he your friend? Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, friend of ours who I've been uh, trying to talk politics with. Uh, who uh, he's he's a Trump supporter mostly, and uh, so sick and tired of the violent left. And he's been going on and on all summer for several months now about uh, all this violent looting, the protests, yes. the, the turn into riots, all the killing. And I've just been showing him. Okay, here's a video of police instigating violence. Uh, here's a video of masked people with guns kidnapping people off the streets saying they're police officers uh, could you show me some examples of people being killed by protesters well here's a video of ben shapiro being angry oh yeah 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 ben shapiro charlie kirk uh, he showed me a video of some dude filming uh, from his perspective and going up to someone and saying hey i work for antifa and uh, my my boss told me uh, ordered me to go here like ah, yes. so many misinformation videos trying to paint these protesters as some organ. Yeah, he still thinks Antifa is like an organized, an actual organization with a head. He th and thinks it Antifa has a boss. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he thinks he thinks BLM is uh, some super structured organized uh, group. That yeah, it, he still hasn't stopped believing that. I I argued with him about about that like three days ago. That's the, so, that's the scary part. Like, you know, one of the big ignorant mistakes we often do here in Norway is we have this attitude that, like, all the bad shit in the world, that's in the world and not here because it's our different here. But, like, the same things are coming into this place. Yeah, I mean, I know more people like him. And uh, all we need is for things to get worse for the everyday person mm. here in Norway and you'll see the same kind of aggressive 
aggressive rhetoric and aggressive behavior. Maybe I should run to be the president of Atifa so we could change this. Mm, yeah, I mean, it's a leaderless organization, so <laughs> let's go. Cool. They're all the, they're all the rage in 2020. Join your coup now. Mm. Oh my God! Can, everything can be privatized, even coups. Oh yeah. I mean, coups usually are privatized. Uh, uh, off topic. Yes. Uh, but yeah, my point was uh, that narrative you're talking about, uh, painting something to be some something yeah. other than what it is. And They've especially done it when very successfully. When you have these kinds of people already being this much on edge while Trump is running the country. Yeah. What's then going to happen when they've been primed with there's going to be uh, election tampering, uh, mail-in ballots are a fraud, and then, you know, suddenly, you know, Trump loses by, you know, 30 important delegates in states that were looking really close, like Florida. Mm. Yeah, a lot of his base, like people from the Rust Belt, and, uh, you know, the people who really passionately support him yeah they are also people who have suffered a lot over the last decades i mean a lot of americans have but the uh, dismantling of the coal coal mining industry that kind of thing it's uh, taken a toll on people and uh, there's some real suffering behind all the shit they're feeling which I mean, you can understand it if you... I mean, Oh, yeah. It, it sounds terrible, the shit they've gone through. I mean, I'm pretty sure what I said when, you know, it was clear who would win, you know, both the nominations is like, I don't know who's going to win, but the loser of this election will be the population. Mm. Yeah, because they've been through some really bad shit that Donald Trump and the Republicans have taken advantage of, advantage of and manipulated these people to I mean, that's direct their anger towards That's the democrats probably the best description of you know that form of the working class in america like being taken advantage of uh, yeah and i've been can... screwed over since like yeah and we've 60s. had this and we've had four years now where these people have for some reason felt really empowered i mean their lives haven't gotten much better but they've felt really empowered to voice their opinions and voice their pain i guess or channel their pain into yeah i mean it's uh, like loud support for donald trump it, it doesn't even have to be real if you feel alienated enough just the fact that somebody like pretends to recognize you is such a strong experience that that's enough yeah that's what i mean because they felt alienated for so long before donald trump came in and wrapped him around his finger and now if he loses they i i can see them feeling alienated alienated again and being really uh, opposed to letting that happen and when you've got their god emperor donald trump shouting from some podium that you can't accept this election result maga rah, china you can't accept it uh, if he's if he goes up there and like whips them up into their fury uh, i think they might, I don't think they're going to back down and just accept four years of of Joe Biden, or sorry, one year of Joe Biden and three years of Kamala Harris. One year, then you're, he resigns. You're optimistic. One year. He's going to get one year. On the 22nd of January, uh, 2022, he's out. Uh, I mean, but yeah, I think things can get real bad. I don't really worry the most about, you know, like some guy... 
either lost or about to lose their job in like Idaho or something. Like by all means, there are a lot of people there that should have actual political representation that I don't have. And I mean, I don't think Trump gives them that, even though he gives them the feeling that they got at. The ones I would be mostly afraid of are, I mean, you know me well enough that I hate to draw up the word like, you know, white privilege in terms of like the, the way that it's often most used. But I think it's a term of, if not privilege, then at least, you know, consequence-free action some of the groups there have had that, you know, like you can you can take your guns, you can put on a mask, you can go into city hall and act threateningly and the police will touch you with kid gloves. They will be super nice. And the scary part is, all of those people, what happens when they go one step further? And I'm not necessarily saying they're going to start shooting up shit, but, you know, if they, you know, go on and they get no pushback, that means they may get bolder and they may, you know, do way more crazy things. Yeah, I mean, if, if the pushback comes, it can become really violently. Yeah, I think it can spark off some really violent shit. Uh, but do you re- do you remember? I don't know where in America this was, but a group of armed uh, armed militiamen, militiamen. Call them, yeah, let's call them that. A uh, bunch of white guys, armed to the teeth, camo, bulletproof vests, uh, automatic weapons. Uh, they entered some kind of state capitol building or something, and uh, just stood there in the chambers while the politicians below were conducting business, I guess, and they just stood there watching yeah. them with guns out and that was before this really kicked off that was them just making a statement and if things really pop off and get more aggressive and more chaotic uh, I think we might see some incidents yeah with that kind of those kinds of people and and I agree that I'm not I'm not so afraid of the people who are desperate for desperate to improve their lives i'm more because uh, they'll do what they have to to support their families but like you said the people with a bit more not privilege but the the somewhat more resourceful people perhaps yeah uh, i want to make it clear i don't think you know this is technically you know a black and white issue both in terms of race ah, and, so and in terms of either because of course it's, it's 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 more that you have like a certain like you know <laughs> the, the classical militiamen that do these kinds of demonstration and they tend to be white they tend to you know not get much pushback from authority and if you look you know on the other side of the angle if you've been going out you know protesting uh, for BLM or, you know, in another, you know, similar capacities, chances are you have experienced police in a completely different way. Maybe you had to eat some dirt or, you know, breed some tear gas. And by all means, I'm not saying all of those people are black. There are very luckily, I would want to say there's been a lot of, you know, white people going out as well. The problem is a lot of these people who are willing to act in the situation of, you know, Trump calling out that they've been tampered with, are used to being very heavily armed and pushing the envelope very far when it comes to, you know, acting out without having any form of pushback or like, you know, it's it's kind of like when you have a really spoiled child, they learn that they can get away with all I mean, these just, things. Just look at Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old who killed two people. 
I mean, he took an illegal weapon. Uh, he took an, he took a weapon illegally from another state, I think. Yeah. Traveled to Kenosha, and killed two people. And I mean, if you if you've seen the video, I mean, I can see an argument for self defense in that specific instance because people were attacking him. There's a very important fact here, and I mean, I'm I'm not going to lay down the entirety of this because I've forgotten half of what I read when it happened, but. Mm. You know, there's very different laws in different states in America when it comes to how you are allowed to Stand, defend yourself ground laws and, and why you're allowed. And it's not a stand-your-ground state. Uh, and, no, I, I still think not, you should be So, So I think, you know, e- 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 even by the legal fact, but, you know, the fact that, you know... The fact that he felt comfortable doing that yeah, at no, all. Yeah, not that, but, like, you know, big figures are going out protecting him, saying, you know, yeah. he was that was completely within his rights, even though you could just look at, you know the actual laws from there and see that no they're they're not and like you can do the ethical argument and claim that those laws should exist but like you know i could claim that i should be able to go into this bank and take all this money out for free that doesn't mean i just can go and do it Mm. yeah but i mean you can see in that video after he kills two people uh he runs towards the cops holding his weapon and uh all they do is ask him are is anyone hurt while people are shouting, he just murdered two people. And regardless of whether you think he did, should be punished for that or not, uh, the fact that he could run towards police, I mean, he wasn't pointing his weapon at them or anything, but he could run towards the police and not face any kind of aggression at all, yeah. while someone just standing peacefully in the street and shouting slogans for social justice they can get shot in the face with uh, rubber bullets or have or tear gas stand, canisters implanted into their head. Or standing just inside of their own properties watching outside. Yeah. I mean, you've seen the video, right? Yeah. People filming from their door. Light them up. Yeah, the police just marching down the street and then light them up. And, you know, the, the, the most insane things with all these things is that, you know, we, we bring out, you know, a couple of examples now, but that's one video among hundreds mm. that i've seen this summer yeah like it's not this is not the exception of the rule no it's I mean, and every, it's a feature not a bug and everybody sees it mm. and you know how will these people react if trump gets elected if, either if it's with like an assumed minority or or if it's with an assumed majority uh, because They've not been that happy for the last months. Nothing much has happened. And if Trump gets more yes, he will feel comfortable, you know, pulling the if, lever harder down on these people. If he wins, uh, the USA will be permanently changed in a very drastic way, uh, I think. It's been happening already, but that change will be made utterly permanent. And you won't be able to take it back without the country just collapsing and having to be rebuilt from the ground up, I think. Uh, I think if he wins, uh, it's over. It's we're, It's just another, I don't know, uh, oligarch state. Uh, okay. Where are we now? Uh, the conclusion is yeah. we're fucked. Uh, let's just... Let's just end this with what what do you think is going to happen? What's going to happen on election night? I mean... Predictions. Go. We're going to get 
way closer than many assumed we would be. Mm-hmm. Donald uh, Trump will proclaim victory on election night. I am pretty sure he. That's on my He will. Card. I mean, and may, maybe not you know direct victory, but he will claim victory in the places he will need to win, like you know, for yeah. instance, Florida. I think, uh, unless we we get some very off off registered. Um, I mean, there, there's technically like a third alternative here, which we haven't really talked about, which is if several of these places where they count, you know, the mail-in ballots, in some of them they have started, others mm-hmm. they won't start until after re-election. I haven't checked this out, of course. So, but if some of these places where there has had been mail-in ballots and they have started counting them, and they're like they will come early into you know the the picture of it. Mm. Yeah, if, they can see if they were to heavily skew Biden, then things might look interesting that night because you know maybe it looks like Biden has more than he has okay. in reality, maybe. and you know that probably leads to you know somebody talking about election fraud, mm-hmm. but that that could also lead to like you know the possibility of a harder way of selling himself as the real winner. I think uh, election day and uh, the following days is going to be just open, total warfare, a total open information warfare uh, between media outlets. Uh, oh, yeah. I think the media will be working 24-7 to, uh, to project the narrative that their employers, their owners, their side uh, wants them to. So some will be going really hard on promoting and strengthening Trump and his performance, uh, while while uh, the others will do the same for Biden. And uh, yeah, let, let's talk conclusions. Who who wins this election? Who I gets mean, the most votes? I mean, Biden gets the most votes. Yeah. That's pretty obvious. <laughs> I, th- I think, like, at no point during this election, even before we knew how this would measure against each other, everybody knew <laughs> Biden would can get I the just most bring votes. In, can, can I just point out how weird it is to just gloss over the fact that, yeah, uh, the person getting the most votes won't necessarily win the election. Don't be ridiculous. I just, mean, I'll I'll make an argument weird. for it in terms of that. I understand the fact I understand the repre- that, that it's, that it's not about, you know, who the entire country elects as much about how much each, each state have a say in who gets elected. But, I mean, like, it's all fucked up with the winner-takes-all rules that they have there. Yeah. But And it's also really absurd that, you know, some like we we already know who will get the most votes and it will always pretty much be like this but that's a demographics argument that you could have really fun going into yeah. um but okay but who wins who wins the election who's crowned the winner and how will it happen well first of all i think that might it, i think it will be so close that it that might depend on what news channel you're watching at least at the yeah, yeah, start of I'm the talking channel. on january 21st Who's gonna? Who oh. who gets the crown? Donald Trump. You think Donald Trump? I, I I mean I think so in terms of that. If they really have to go deep into this to like you know see what what you know the exact numbers, I think it, they will you know they will take some shortcuts and some claims will be made, and when that happens, it comes down to one thing: 
what do the Supreme Court says? And right now, I mean, they they, they gotten in the last uh, jury or now. Uh, is she working at this moment or? I mean, she's been confirmed. So um, be- because if she's in now, like he has like w- one or even two of them could take dissent and still the democrats wouldn't be able to you know overrule them yeah and like it comes down to you know that the fact that he can go into this not only yeah not only having done all the things he have done but probably knowing that the supreme court will back me up yeah and then you can play the game with much higher risk because you know they will be there yeah i think I think it's really difficult to say, dude, it's very difficult for me to say confidently who's going to win this, but I'm going to go for Donald Trump as well. Uh, First of all, because I refuse to believe that 2020 will end in any other way than Donald Trump being reelected. That just wouldn't fit the year. Karma. The writers of this season, (laughs) they, no, it's just not going to happen. but it's also the fact that uh, they have the Supreme Court. And I think even Donald, even the Donald, is aware enough of how unpopular he is that he knows trusting, trusting his party to corrupt the election process enough won't... I don't think it's a sure bet. So it'll depend on how, how badly they've fucked up the handling of the election. Uh, in a democratic way, I mean, if they basically if they manage to corrupt it enough, uh, so that he might just straight up win by mis miscounting votes or something. Yeah, uh, no. but I think it's much more likely that uh, they will have a contested result. There will be a bunch of arguing and fighting, and then they will take it to the Supreme Court. And uh, I think Trump and, and I think also that. Trump could win in terms of like the actual votes as of this moment, even though he's technically behind in terms of you know getting the the delegates. This close to the election, like a few states, there's be enough. like uh, we we talked about this that like there's only one reason to vote for Biden, and and that's the fact that you know he's not Donald Trump, yeah. and everybody who wants Donald Trump out, like nobody's gonna wake up you know first of November being like, huh, I didn't actually care about this until now, but. I think I want Donald Trump not to be our president. Like, there's no more votes there to be gained. Mm. And, you know, these last days, I'm not saying that, you know, Trump is going to run around the entire country and, like, getting shit-tons on new votes, but he's the only one that I see can gain new votes for people, you know, that haven't decided yet or, you, you know, are a bit still on the fence. So that leaves the possibility because... Florida is close, and if he gets Florida, at least with the you know the aggregate numbers that we've seen so far, he technically only needs you know one, I think like twelve-ish delegates from the Rust mm. Belt, and there are like four states that are in play, I think. I don't remember which. Yeah, it's it's several. Florida, and, and I mean, uh, I no Iowa. Is that one of them? I can't remember. It, I don't, Regardless, I don't, I don't have them all, but like when I last looked at the numbers, basically he was 40, 40 delegates behind, and Florida is twenty nine, 
and that was like you know point one difference in who who was leading. Yeah, it's close. And you just flip, you know, that other twelve, eleven, or whatever you need, and that's it. Mm. Yeah, it's gonna be fucked. Whew, it will be a shit show. To quote Lord Buckethead. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So, what what do we do if? I mean, can we handle four more years of Trump? I mean, we'll we have podcast, to. Andy. That's what the fuck what we do. We podcast. Yeah. And I'm gonna remind you, like you know, we could have done this earlier. It's your fault that Trump got elected because if our podcast was like huge and enormous in this election, he wouldn't have won. It's all your fault. Well, jokes on you. In Trump's America, I'll be a hero. <laughs> I'm the guy who got Trump elected, Matthew. I have a base now. You think your 1,200 Twitter followers is big? Uh, what, look at my... Will it be make Andy... Ah, MAGA! Make Andy great again. Look at my you, MAGA. You're already pretty great. If you Motherfucker! Use that form of rhetoric. <laughs> That's fat shaming. I won't stand for it. <laughs> yes, Andy, you won't stand. You, you won't stand. <laughs> God damn it! Exactly. <laughs> Let's not end this on a fat joke, you healthily weighted person. Damn it! Okay. Uh, well. Yeah. So, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, we're three days away from the election. It's gonna be a sucky thirtieth birthday. But uh, the interesting part uh, is like I think no matter what happens, things will be bad because no side will be accepting defeat easily. Yeah, it's. I think it's going to be ugly, and I think ultimately we all lose this election. This is this is just a matter of do we take another big step? American democracy. Yeah, do we take another big step to war towards fascism in America, or do we take a small step back into corrupt corporate neoliberalism? Yeah, it's like we're already standing hip deep in swamp water. <laughs> this is just a matter of do we go. Do we dip our head under under the water, or do we see a really scary fish swimming there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's gonna be bad. Okay, so Donald Trump wins. Yes. Fuck, saying it out loud. I, I mean, like, Ugh. I wouldn't say necessarily he wins, but he gets elected. <laughs> I mean, if he gets elected, he wins. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he. It, I mean, integrity isn't exa exactly one of his priorities. Mm, true, true. He, what he cares about is the title. Uh, yeah, so I'm hoping for everyone's sanity that Biden is elected. Though, So, for all of you Americans out there that probably won't be hearing this before the election, because this probably will come out at the election, but if you hear this before the election, or if you hear it after, make a time machine, go back, vote out Trump, so... And he gets a happy birthday. Mm. Do it for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I guess see you on the other side of the election. We'll get back together again. Maybe the day after. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the day after and uh, do some <laughs> do some recovery. <laughs> what do we call that? Either crying over the fact that Trump won, or crying that over the fact that we were wrong. Mm. I can handle Look, being it's wrong. a loose loose scenario for yeah. us. <laughs> 2020, woo! <laughs> 2020, a loose loose scenario. <laughs> okay, guys, uh, we'll see you yeah. later.
follow this podcast thingy if you're somehow still here. Yeah. Hi, mom, if that's you. Yeah. Give uh, us some comments. Give us some feedback. Some good, some bad. We'll be back with more stuff. Yeah. All right. <laughs>